Lacey Salt stood beneath the massive storm oak and stared at the ground, now dappled by the early afternoon sun. Finally, the Texas heat was fading, and there was an actual chill in the autumn air that made it pleasant for the tourists on the square this beautiful Saturday. She pulled the pale pink sweater she'd thrown on over her simple white t-shirt tighter around her. Not really for protection against the chill, but in defense against her thoughts that today seemed as wind-tossed as fallen leaves whipped up by a thunderstorm. She sighed. She'd been coming here more and more over the last few weeks, usually in the hours after school. This was the spot where the bench and the plaque would be placed in honor of her brother Jacob's memory. It was her pet project, and even though it hurt to think about the reason why the town needed a bench and a plaque at all, underneath that hurt there was comfort, and even a little bit of pride for herself that she'd come up with this idea. Mostly, though, it made Lacey happy to know that her brother wouldn't be forgotten by the people of Storm. Her frequent visits to the tree had also made her realize that she felt close to Jacob here. Sometimes she even talked out loud to him, and that was a comfort, too. She told him how much she missed him. She even confessed about what a bitch she'd been lately. And she told him that she didn't quite know how to make amends and get her friends back. Most of all, she told him about their mom, Celeste who had been spiraling down ever since Dakota Alvarez had dropped her bomb, revealing Jenny's lie and making it pretty damn clear that the baby she carried wasn't Jacob's after all, but the spawn of Lacey's slimy uncle Sebastian Rush. The news had destroyed her mom, who had looked at Jenny's growing belly as if the child would be Jacob reborn. And even though Aunt Peyton and Grandma Bethany had tried to drag Celeste out of her funk, nothing seemed to do the trick. Lacey's older sister, Sarah Jane, hadn't made a dent either. And their father, Travis, couldn't get through to Celeste at all. She seemed tragic, like a character in one of those Shakespeare plays they'd had to read in school last year. And those stories never did end happily. Honestly, Lacey was worried. More than worried, actually. So she'd come down here today in the hopes that spilling her fears to Jacob might help and for the more practical purpose of buying some flowers for the entrance hall and kitchen table. Before Jacob died, her mom had always kept the house perfect, with lots of fresh flowers, usually from the carefully tended gardens in the front and backyard of the salt home. But those gardens hadn't been tended in months, and the flowers had been overrun with weeds. So Lacey had decided to buy some arrangements from pushing up daisies. Maybe if the house looked more like the way it used to, then her mom would start acting more like the old Celeste, too. Maybe, she whispered, then drew a deep breath. Wish me luck, she told her brother. And though he didn't answer, it still felt as though he was with her as she walked across the courthouse lawn toward Main Street and the little florist shop on the corner. A bell jingled over the door as she turned the knob and entered. Lacey? The male voice was vaguely familiar and she turned to see Max Marshall, grinning at her. The athletic, dark-haired boy had been Jacob's roommate at the University of Texas in Austin, and just seeing him now after talking to Jacob by the tree made Lacey feel like her brother really was still looking after her. Max, are you here visiting Mrs. Garten again? Is she okay? Hedda Garten was Max's grandmother, but he didn't live in Storm, and seeing him now, when he'd been in town just a few weekends ago, made Lacey worry that something was wrong with the elderly woman. 